Welcome to Easy Money. I'm Jill, the money coach. I know what it's like to push through, to white knuckle it, to put in the time and get no results. I know what it's like to wonder what's the right way and to constantly worry about doing it all wrong. I've learned a whole lot from doing things the hard way. That's why I help coaches go from doing everything the hard way to making money easy. You want to create your dream life and dream business that's all about being free to do what you want, spend what you want, and build the future you want and do it all with ease? In this podcast, I bring you simple strategies for success for your business that make money easy. So it's time for easy money. Are you ready? Well then, let's go! I'm back! Jill the Money Coach here with episode 11. You know, if you've listened to me for a while, you know that I love to think. I spend a whole lot of time thinking. It's actually my favorite, absolute favorite thing to do. I love my quiet time in the morning. I love any quiet time. If my husband's not home and I have the day off, I typically won't turn on the TV. He has the TV going pretty much all the time. Uh, but I love quiet time. I just love quiet. It. I just love thinking. So when I go for walks, I take my phone. But I don't take my phone so that I can listen to a podcast or an audiobook. I rarely do that on my walks. But I take my phone so I can think. When I think, lots of times, some brilliant stuff comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know if that happens for you, but that happens for me quite a bit during my time and space, what I call time and space or quiet time. I love my time and space. But I like to have my phone at the ready in order to record in Otter AI whatever brilliant stuff happens to come up for me. And if nothing brilliant comes up, that's okay too. It's just a time to quietly think. Um, but I do use my Otter AI uh, app a lot to record all of my musings. Now, I don't always do anything with them. Um, they're but there are a lot of times that I do. And sometimes when I take my walk, I'll even think about, you know, about my clients and uh, especially the client, if I have client sessions, coaching sessions that day, um, sometimes I'll think about, you know, what might they need the most today? What are some really powerful questions that I can bring to the session? Um, what are some, some ways that I can shift their perspective? What are some things that I've been doing lately that might be helpful for them? So I even do that on my morning walks a lot of times, but so whatever I, I do and my, you know, whatever I speak into my outer AI app, sometimes I actually use them and, but not always. But you know how people say they come up with their best ideas in the shower? You know, the shower is definitely a fruitful, creative space for me as well. But my walks are like the shower. Well, except that on my walks, I'm fully clothed. <laughs> and I don't take showers fully clothed. So, <laughs> but 
I know that's off on a tangent. Never mind. Uh, but I walk where there's just nature. There's not a lot of stuff going on around. Um, it's this road in our neighborhood where there's no houses yet. And so I just, I just walk there. Sometimes there's some deer hanging out on the side of the road or there'll be squirrels and stuff, but there's not a lot to distract me. So it's a great time to think. Um, and so when I go on my walk, there's nothing, and I don't typically do anything but walk. It's just per thinking time. And it's awesome. I talk to God, I talk to the trees, talk to the birds, talk to the sky, I talk to myself. Sometimes I'll talk to my coach on Voxer. You know, if something, if I have this realization or this aha moment, or I notice this thought that I've never noticed before, or I notice what I call a boomerang thought, the thoughts that keep coming back, you throw them away, they keep coming back. I, I might, you know, record something like that on Foxer. But there are times too, when I don't say a word the entire time. I just like in my head, processing, sorting, um, ideating, problem solving, like all the stuff goes up uh, on up in my head. And it's not the kind of thinking that I would call ruminating. It's, it's like from a very positive energy, it's very light, it's very, um, carefree, it's very peaceful in there. It's not, you know, the tornado brain that, that some of us get sometimes. So it is really, um, it, it does, it's a huge help to me. So anyway, all that to say on today's podcast, I wanted to talk about thinking. I wanted to talk about the kind of thinking that is beyond, um, your mind, the kind of thinking that really gets you moving. So it's, it's the, not the thinking about thinking necessarily, but the thinking about, the possibilities, the thinking, the type of thinking that gets you energized, gets you excited, gets you moving. And that's what I really wanted to talk about today because that's the best kind of thinking, the kind of thinking that helps you reach your goals. Now, a few episodes ago, I said that big goals are really great because they help you they really force you to think at a higher level. If you don't get all caught up in the pressure and the drama about reaching your goals and having to do this and having to do that in order to reach your goals, as long as you don't get caught up in all of that, then goals are awesome because they make you think creatively. They make you solve problems. The bigger your goal, the higher your thinking has to be in order to reach those goals. It makes us think outside the box. It makes us think outside our comfort zone. And that's where all the growth happens. All the amazing things that happen will happen outside the box, outside our comfort zone. And so today, I just wanted to get you thinking because thinking leads to all great ideas. Thinking leads to feeling. Feeling leads to action. Action leads to results. So it seems like it might be a pretty good idea to carve out some time to think. And that's what I have found in 
my life and in my business that when I don't carve out that time and space to think, I'm not as productive. And for a long time, at the beginning of my business, I would be, you know, all about being productive, putting in the time, putting in the effort, putting in the hours, doing all the things. And what I realized, really, I think it was quite on accident that I realized this, but what I realized was when I give myself the time and space to think and to sort through and process the things that are in my body and the things that are in my brain, then I just get more out of my life, out of my business. I enjoy it more. It is easier. So the key is to make that thinking time productive and energizing so it fuels those big results that you're dreaming up. So it fuels those big goals that are outside the box, that are outside your comfort zone. So here's a question for you to kick off your thinking. So just to give us an example to kind of talk through, if you knew you're going to hit your goals, and so let's just assume for a minute that you have a big, scary, impossible goal. And I do encourage my clients to have big, scary, impossible goals. Now I use personally and with my clients, I use red goals because I feel like that gives us a little bit of flexibility and a little bit of freedom around the how. So I have talked about red goals in one of my other podcasts, so I'm not going to go into detail on it here, but I'll just let you know that red stands for realistic. So there's a realistic goal. E stands for um, expansive. And so there's an expansive goal. And then D stands for delusional. So there's a delusional goal. So every year I set red goals and I help my clients set red goals as well. So realistic, expansive, delusional. So that delusional goal is something that seems completely outside your capabilities, completely outside the possibilities you imagine for yourself, and completely beyond any how that you can imagine. So that's the type of goal that I'm talking about here. If you knew you're going to hit your delusional goal, but you had no idea how you would do that, what would you be doing right now? So some of us would be freaking out. <laughs> but if but if you could really step into some absolute truth, like, you know, maybe there was a vision that you had. Uh, maybe there was just a knowing inside you. Maybe you had someone prophesy to you that you were absolutely going to hit your goal. Like there, there was a level of certainty around that goal that you probably don't have right now, but just imagine for a moment, if you did have that certainty, if you did feel like, I don't know why, or I don't know how, but I just know. I just know that it's going to happen. I have no doubts around it. And maybe it doesn't have anything to do with my current capabilities 
or my current structure or my current processes or my current systems. But I just know at the bottom of my soul that it is going to happen. What would you be doing right now? Like if you knew that you were going to meet your goal and it wasn't in the way that you've already expected or planned to, what would you be doing today? So it doesn't matter whether your goal this year is 10K, 100K, 500K, a million, or multiple millions. You can use this same question to kick off your thinking and to start thinking at a higher level. And if that particular question doesn't resonate with you, if that doesn't get you thinking more creatively, solving problems more creatively, then just sometimes it just helps to switch around the words or ask it in a different way. Or, I mean, you've probably experimented enough with powerful questions that you can tweak that question to, to suit your needs. But if you, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what level you're at now. It doesn't matter what level that goal is at. If you absolutely knew that goal was for sure going to happen and it wasn't going to be at all in the way that you have expected or planned, what would you be doing today? What would you be doing this week or this month or this quarter to prepare yourself and to prepare the soil to imagine the soil that you're going to grow this in uh, to imagine other possibilities than what you've already thought of to imagine other solutions to the problems you have that the problems that you're solving that get you next to that next level than what you've already imagined for yourself than what you already know of what would you be doing to find those solutions and This exercise is not to get you planning new revenue streams, new things to create, not to get you doing more. It's really just to get you thinking more and believing in possibility again and, you know, anticipating those things, those things happening because at the level you're at, maybe you've quit believing in the growth that's possible for you. Maybe you feel tapped out. Maybe what you had to do to get where you are felt really hard. Maybe it felt like a lot. Maybe it felt like it required a lot of you, a lot of energy. Maybe it felt like you had to be on all the time. And maybe it's hard being in that place Maybe it's hard for you to see anything else being possible. Maybe it's hard for you to believe how it could be possible because, you know, our brain always gets stuck on the how, right? Because no matter what level you're at, when you're ready to move to the next level and reach that next big goal, it tends to feel like you're really back at square one. It really feels like, oh my gosh, I have to start, you know, it feels like you're starting over. And at square one, it feels impossible. So even if we can get to that place where we absolutely know for sure that goal is going to happen, when we start to think about the how, then it starts to feel impossible again because it starts to feel like 
I have to do more. I have to be more. I have to find something different that I've never done before. And I'm going to have to figure that out. So you probably remember a time in your business where you felt like you weren't growing at the rate you wanted to, and you might have felt a little tapped out. And maybe you feel that way again. Um, you've probably heard the saying different level, different devil. Well, this is a good example of that because at whatever level you were at when you it started feeling hard, whether that was when you were first starting out or when you wanted to go from 10K to 50K or when you wanted to go from 50K to 100K or when you wanted to finally hit six figures or multiple six figures or go from six figures to seven figures, whatever level you've been at and gone to every time you have to go to the next level, it starts to feel hard, starts to feel like you're starting over. It's because you've just achieved what you thought was impossible. You've just achieved more than you ever thought you were capable of. You've just put in all you had. Of course you would think more is impossible. It's like if, if you had more, you would have given it at the last level you were at, right? You felt like I went all in, I gave it all I had. Now you're feeling tapped out. You're probably like, I have to do something more in order to go to the next level. I have to do something more. I have to get more creative. I have to reinvent myself. I have to do all of these things in order to get where I want to go as fast as I want to go there. And when we're in that place, then there's bound to be resistance. There's bound to be this conflict of, you know, there's bound to be doubt and it's bound to seem like it has to be hard. How could it possibly be true that it wouldn't be hard if you've never done it before? And if you've never done it before, that means you have to figure it out. And figuring it out is a whole lot of work. Figuring it out is hard. Everybody knows that. Now I'm right there with you, sister. <laughs> I have been there, done that. And everybody knows that figuring it out is hard. And I'm tired. And I don't want to keep doing hard. It does make it hard to keep growing. It does make it hard to keep taking it to the next level. When we have this belief system, I'm tapped out. It's got to be hard. This is as much as I want to do in my business. And if this is all I get from what I've already done, then maybe I don't want more. I remember feeling that way when I was in corporate. I was like, I don't want more responsibility. This is all I can handle. <laughs> but that was before I knew how to manage my mind. So, you know, we think maybe I don't want to go to the next level. You know, I did, I stopped applying for promotions because I thought, no, I don't want to do more. I don't want more responsibility. So I started to settle. I was like, you know, maybe this is enough. Maybe this is all I, maybe this is all I really want. But if we've gone to the next level before, and we all have gone to the next level, and something, even if, even if you're still at square one in your business, if you really are at square one in your business and you have never gotten to that first level, there is a place in your life. There's an area of your life that you have gone to the next level. And it really is the same pattern of thinking that got us there that will get us to the next level. 
Now I know that they say, you know, between when you get into a hundred K, there's a lot of hustle. I think, you know, that's open to interpretation too. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but, um, and then they say what got you there won't get you or what got you here won't get you there. But I, that may be true at some level, but for what I'm talking about here, I, I, I would disagree with that because I think it really is the same pattern of thinking that got us to this level that will get us to the next level. Now, yes, you, you have to think at a higher level, but I want you to look at the strategy, the pattern of thinking that got you here, right? And so all we have to really do is identify that thought pattern that got us there, that got us here right? Got us to the current level. And then we have to apply that at a higher level of thinking to get us the next level we want to go to. And so if you think about that thought pattern, it might look something like this. I can figure this out. And then you try and you fail and you try again and you figure it out. And you're like, Ooh, I can figure it out. Cool. Okay. What else can I figure out? Another one, I have what it takes. I'm excited to see what else I'm capable of. How many of us have thought that at any level in our business, right? We've realized, oh my gosh, I never, I didn't know I was capable of that. Let me see what else I'm capable of. You've been there, right? I'm curious if I have any limits. Well, let's find out. You know, how do you know if you have any limits unless you try, right? And so it's that willingness, it's that curiosity, it's that, excitement, that energy that sends you to the next level. And you've had all of those thoughts before. Therefore, you can access all of those same thoughts in this next level. And then when you're willing to do that, that's when you start thinking. That's when you start solving problems at a higher level, at a more creative level, at an outside the box level. So in what ways is this next level really no different from the last level that we thought was hard? In what ways is more maybe not required? In what ways can we do things the same, just different? right? So for example, if you've done things without a team, right? When we're first starting out, we're like everything in our business. We're the creative director, we're the technician, we're the coach, we're the CEO, we're everything, right? And even when we get a VA, we're pretty much everything except for, you know, whatever they're doing, which is all the stuff that we didn't want to do anyway and procrastinated over when we, when we did have to do it. So if you've done things without a team before, how can you go to the next level when you have a team? In a lot of ways, having a team in and of itself can take you to the next level when you think about it, because when you hire a team, now you have not just your gifts, your talents, your resources, your areas of expertise, but you have your team's gifts and talents and resources and areas of expertise. And not only do you have your network of contacts, you have your team's network of contacts. So the way you, and, and you have the way your team thinks versus the way you think. Now my VA has uh, a whole 
different kind of brain than I have, which I am so grateful for (laughs) because, you know, I'm sort of the visionary. She is the implementer. And she is so good at that. She can see all the steps that need to be laid out. And, and, um, she's really, really good at that. And so I am so grateful to have that other type of brain on my team. And so the way she does things is completely different from the way I might do them. You know, she has a lot more experience because she's done this for other coaches. So she's seen a lot of different alternatives that I haven't seen because I've only been doing my business. She's been doing all these other people's businesses. So she gets access to all of these different ways to do stuff. So that in and of itself is a resource. So the way you thought was best to do something, you could be pleasantly surprised to find that someone on the team has already figured out a better way and they know exactly how to implement it in your business. So you now with this team have more who's and therefore you now have access to a whole lot more how's. And that's just one simple example of a way you might not have to do more or try new different things, you just have to open up to possibilities outside your box, outside your current comfort zone, outside your current knowledge and experience, your current set of hows in order to go to the next level. And all that takes is a higher level of thinking, a willingness and a curiosity and an openness to other possibilities, all the possibilities. So what are some other ways that you've been successful in the past? What thought patterns worked for that situation? Which of those thought patterns could you adapt to your current level, whatever level you're at? It doesn't have to mean doing at a higher level. You might just need to think at a higher level because when you think at a higher level, you automatically do at a higher level because your thoughts expand around what is possible. Therefore, your emotions will expand and your emotions will drive the actions that will drive the higher level of results. So all you really need to do is become aware of your thinking, what you're resisting, and then begin to think at a higher level to create the action and results at that higher level. So think about this this week and I will see you next week. Love what you heard today? Well, there's more where that came from. Just head on over to jillthemoneycoach.com and get your free toolkit to solve any money problem. It's a super simple three-part approach to solving the hard problems in your business and making money easier. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. See you then.